Good morning, PML. It is your boy. It's Nathurius here, and I am here for the breakfast show. We got the breakfast crew in the building. We got Dirty Lloyd in the building. Dirty Lloyd, say hello to the people. Yo, what's going on, PML fans? Your boy D Lloyd. We are back live from Cancun. Is everybody? In, is everybody in here is um yeah on vacation. So yeah, Q Q Show. No, yeah. he, uh, really, uh, he lost. Crazy. 
So That's before crazy. I was rudely interrupted by fucking Devon. Um, shout out to shout out to Cook for hosting the Red Zone again, running three games, having me on, um, and to Wimmy and, and Q or Wimmy and Deloitte for for watching the entire thing that I know of, um, because they love the uh, the punchline that that Cook was taking thrown out there and myself. Well, uh, yeah, definitely shout out uh, Cook. Uh, uh, you know that Red Zone was wild. You guys did it for how long? How long was that? Oh, like- that was like two uh, hours. that went for about yeah that went from nine thirty to midnight yeah yeah Not, that's like more than two hours yeah. yeah that's a long ass red zone so um you know shout out to these guys obviously the red zone is amazing for us to you know watch games with um I I know HD you had some uh, questionable questionable uh calls there. I think one call was uh, Matt Stafford swinging that rock. Baker. Like a drug dealer. It was Baker, bro. Oh, Baker swinging that rock like a drug dealer. Um, what what inspires you? What inspires you to be as, um, you know, colorful with your commentary? Um, uh, I think I'm just too quick with it for my own you know, for my own good. <laughs> I, I spit out whatever came. I almost said something else, but I caught myself. I had to do oh, it being yeah. tight. Yeah. So yeah. I, I caught myself. <laughs> I remember, you know, this is this is a, a family show. I know I before I ruined that with my double middle fingers to JT, I think it was. Yeah. So I believe, I had to I believe it was something on the lines of I said that was a tight window throw and HD said that was tighter than <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. That was a, yeah. it was a good time. I mean, uh, <clears throat> you could also think cook that was on your your channel as well. So, um, well, you said worse on your own shit. <laughs> you, you yeah, called, yeah, yeah. Said a lot worse. So I don't think there's any any crossing any and, and, and his face and his Facebook. He called Camerfoil a cunt on his Facebook. Facebook <laughs> was savage, bro. Like that man. Was awesome. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good era there from uh, from, from Cook. Facebook Cook, bro. R.I.P. R.I.P. Facebook Cook. Cook uh, Facebook need to renew that contract. Um, had to go away for his own good. Bro. I had literally had to download Facebook gaming app just for Cook, bro. That is that is that is great. Hey, hey, see it worked out. Their money was going to a good cause. Their money was going <laughs> to purpose because he, he drew people in. Um. But when it comes to, uh, you know, the games we had three, we had a lackluster game between the Falcons and the Cowboys, which we expected. We hey, hey, really I would, I would say that hey no, 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 no. That, that game was much better than what that final score said. It was good for yeah. a while, bro. It was a good two-quarter yeah. game. It was a good yeah. two-quarter He, he gave him a good two-and-a-half quarters. Two-and-a-half. Like Kentucky. You're stretching it like Kentucky with Deloitte's height. So but, he, but the thing is, that, that, the way everyone thought the game was going to go, that game was a lot better. Vet did not get any credit at all going into that game. I think I might have been the only one saying Vet could, you know, has a good, you know, has a decent chance. But obviously, that that went away very quickly in the site. Or, you know, site you found out why you're the only one that said that. <laughs> hey, but you know what? <laughs> like I said, you know, first of all, fuck y'all. Second of all, respect to, to Vet for even being in that game for that long when no one expected him to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just, it was just the way he imploded. Was just like it was all like user errors. Where like it wasn't CEO doing. I mean, CEO made the adjustment to take away Hayden Hurst, but it was just like yeah, that just kind of self imploded. 
Yeah, Hayden Hurst was having a, a, a hell of a hell of a game. And uh you know, like you said, CEO adjusted and it, it just went downhill from there because he kept trying to force it and you know, he probably he yeah. had other things open and he's just so comfortable oh, yeah. throwing it to the tight end that it's just then, and then he had that was. he was at the goal that, line. That red zone pick goal. six. Yeah, and that was dude, that that's what turned it. Oh my that, gosh, that, that, that turned that. everything. Yeah, and that that was just one of those plays that like you can't make at any point, obviously. But like when it comes to the playoffs, like you know, you you hear it said playoff PML is different, and that's one of those things you absolutely cannot do. And you know, we'll talk about some of the other games about why playoff PML is different. But you know, one of the reasons why is you got to play four quarters. You can't, you know, have a lackadaisical moment where you say, "Ah, oh, fuck it, I'll throw it to Hayden Hurst and get pick six. I know that's that's gonna lose you the game. That that's your season. Yeah, no, I, that's it. That's it. Well, and, and you know, you talk about PML playoffs and like you know, we got a game in, in an hour and a half, and we have two users that are new to PML and new to PML playoffs. And luckily enough, they're not gonna get the PML playoff experience in their first games. But whoever wins is going to hell next week. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to actually point that out. The two the two new guys are playing each other and. They're, they're not going to be able to experience it for another 48 hours still. Is it really, is it, is it really a PML playoff game if it's not involving a veteran PML playoff member? Exactly, man. We got two rooks going together. I mean, I, I think it'll be a good game, but they, they're not going to get the experience until they play, you know, your, your Bubba, your Z. Even, hey, at this point, even K-Mac. So, you know, no, so I, whoever I wins that game. <laughs> K-Mac, he's not K-Mac no, he, 0 2 in the playoffs. He can live in one year. He's somehow 0 2 in the playoffs through one season, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's so competitive, though, which is what they're going to get. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with that game. But, you know, talking more about the games that were on yesterday, um, anything you wanted to point out with the Cowboys and Falcons? Like you said, it was good for like two quarters, maybe two and a half. Uh, but then it, it kind of got away. Um, on that interception, that pick six to the t- uh, to uh, in the red zone, was that on a quick flat route? Because he's one of those. He's like King nah, Tate does nah. the same thing. Nah. They love that it quick was a, flat It was a play route. action. It was a play yeah, was action a, boot to the left, and he uh, he just he had nowhere to go with it. Instead of throwing it away, he forced it. It wasn't even a boot to the left. It was just a play action. I think it was like the play action wall go out of goal line, where the tight end goes to the left, and he just rolled out and. Said, yeah, I'm gonna throw this one in the corner, even though there's a defender right there. And uh, yeah, there, I he, think uh, there were actually two, and he still threw that big. So. <laughs> okay, I, I think yeah. I remember that play. I, I remember yeah, it's just, uh, it, it was just you know, it's a pressure play. We know Vet hasn't been there, and uh, it's just a play that you you throw it away. You just you just take that away. And I kept emphasizing during red zone, just run the ball and get your point. It was a one point game, I think, or something like that. Two point game, well, whatever. It was still super close. Just run the ball and take your three. Worst case scenario. I think it was like 14 19. Because I think yeah, no, at that point, missed at that two, point it was two point conversion. It was 14 26. And that was trying to make it a one possession game, I think, or something oh, okay, like that. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, quick question. Um, you know, uh, the Falcons were without Kyle Pitts and Deion Jones. How much do you think they changed the game for? Uh, I, I, I think, think he did he really good. He still out. played well. Yeah, he played yeah. well. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, he, he, you know, he played well without him. How much do you think it put him over? Would it put him over the edge, or was it just? But that's the thing. But that's the thing. He played well without. I don't know if Kyle Pitts moves that needle at all. Like he, 
he executed to like his full potential in that first half. We just know his full potential isn't, you know, Super Bowl high. But at the same time, CEO also he was kind of dropping the ball for a moment there. Yeah, he was. I would I would agree with that. Um, you know, it, it could be you know you don't take your opponent opponent as seriously as other opponents because there is that. Uh, I mean, background to the opponent. You know what I mean? Like people I, have. I, I wouldn't say that. Opponents. I wouldn't say that. That's just that's just a narrative. Maybe that just played well in the first half. No, I'm not saying that's that's why. I'm saying that there's those instances as well. We never know exactly. You know, because you said the CEO was dropping the ball. Like, why was he dropping the ball? Was it basically because of what Vet was doing? Was it? No, it was his own. It was his own decision, man. Like HD was saying it a lot in the red zone. Like I've noticed as well, where he had Zeke with the freight train and just refused to give Zeke the ball. Um, the first drive he had, he ran all the way down the field and then passed three straight times to kick a field goal, stuff like that. You know, not knowing that Vet loves to throw to the tight end, like no matter which tight end is, like those little stuff that like you would expect him to be locked into and uh, just didn't quite. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, like I'm saying, that could be that could be him not taking him as seriously or watching it. But I, I. And I'm I'm disagreeing with that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying that he just made I, bad decisions. Well, knowing knowing CEO, I know he he spent a lot of time watching the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we don't have to discredit that on on the way to saying CEO had a, a not hey, good game. But listen, if you watch that play, <laughs> why why do you see why do you see why are we just assuming CEO was lacking on the scouting instead of vet played well? Because if he if he scouted like he normally does, Vet has not changed his offense because I played Vet and he does the same thing. It doesn't matter if he has Kyle Pitts or not, he plays the same way. Like he hasn't changed his offense. Like I, I remember seeing a few times where he hit the tight end foot and I'm like, he does that. Like that's he's comfortable with that and you gotta be ready for that. You know what I mean? Like he he has he doesn't have a um a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A like a expanded a offense or like a deep offense. In like his defense, like sometimes you could be prepared for something and still get beat by something. Yeah, exactly. So like it, it, you can't really. It's hard for us to say he wasn't prepared. Like it could just be better offense. Yeah. Or he just executed it better than you know. Because half the time I could like we've all been there, but we know what's coming, <laughs> and you just don't stop it. So yeah, and the reason I said that CEO might not have scouted that way is because you said he you feel like he dropped the ball. Well, when you no, say somebody I, 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 I dropped the ball with his decision. Yeah, yeah, he he, was, he like like Cook said he would he refused to run the ball with his best player. Yeah, yeah. I'll say I don't like veteran. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some he, of what Matt did on defense was like just taking whatever CEO was giving him wasn't like anything crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that he, he makes a lot for, sense. He waited forever to start using Zeke when he was in the zone, even though he got him in the zone pretty early. Yeah, like, and you have a free train quarterback with uh, Henry, he, so you know like how important it is to get. He, yeah, he got him. If you, if, well, if you if you get that in the first half, it's like your offense is so much harder to stop. Like because because you don't have to use him every time. Like I understand that where like you can almost use him as a decoy, and people have to load the box. But, like, you know, when you're in the red zone and you're on the 15-yard line on first and goal, it's like, why are you running play action? Like, go get six or seven yards if you can with them. I will say this. I did, I did disagree with the one part you you pointed out with last night, HD, 
you were saying, you know, you have Zeke. Why aren't you running the ball on the one-yard line? Well, in my opinion, with having, like, that tough of a – like, uh, well, with having that big of an advantage, if you're on the one-yard line and you can't score without your freight train running back, uh, like, you're, you're going to have a problem. Because if you get – if he blitzes eight and stops you, it's almost guaranteed a, a loss of that X factor. So, like, I almost – I almost take Derrick Henry out of the game when that happens. If you're not running Zeke, because he has a way, X Factor, since Zeke had me to run. Yeah, you're lagging, man. <laughs> yeah, so um, I wanna... yeah. Oh, right, there, he, there he is. Yeah, but I wanted to talk about one play that really stuck out in my mind is um, there was a few situations where it was like a, a third and short or a, a third and inches or something like that, and Vet was in a cover three but switched to too high safety. Look, and I'm like, oh, I mean, drive. I'm like, yeah, but I that, that kind of shit is like. Why? Why'd you do that? Like he's running with the ball with Zeke. Every time you have a too high safety look, and he's getting whatever he wants. Why would you go to this too high safety look once again in a situation where it is a it's it's a run situation? Like why would you come from a run based defense to a you know a pass based defense with a too high look? And that was that was very interesting. And I was like, I don't know if he did that again in the game because I was watching the red zone and then I think other games came on and he was switching back and forth. But a situation like that is very interesting to me because I don't think, I don't think like the competitors do that. Like the guys that actually in the playoffs, I don't think they do that. They don't make like little mistakes like that. I know it's not big, but that's a little mistake. Like they oh, know yeah, the that's, all, that's all cumulative to, you know, we say, you know, the playoff time can't do stuff like that. Got to be attention to detail to win these games because, you know, um, at the end of the day, Vet lost, lost by 26, and it's all these errors put together as well as he played in the first half. But he still made a lot of errors that put him way behind. Yeah, yeah one, once he melted, I think it kind of just rattled him, and he just he kind of just went down from there. So he loses, the Cowboys move on, and since they're the five seed, uh, we had another NFC game go go down. Uh, we had the Rams and the Lions play. A uh, really good game, a uh, really good call from uh, used to. Um, just go through that game. Uh, I know, actually, that was the only game on, right? You didn't switch uh, I, from bu- bu- yeah, Bubba. That, yeah, that, that game was on its own. But yeah, Fallen and Bubba played during the Atlanta game. Recreated. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then they recreated and they disconnected, blah, blah, blah. But that game was a really good game. Uh, Hype Mike was showing stuff that he didn't show in the regular season. Um, he actually mentioned that in the end that, like, the reason Ty Johnson got suspended was because he didn't know anything. So he overused Ty Johnson. Um, he was close. He only had 82%. He had his numbers off, but he didn't want to uh, show any passing plays for his offense. Uh, did you notice anything different with the way Hype Mike was playing compared to the regular season? I, I felt like there was a lot of uh, a lot of audibles, a lot of motion, a lot of stuff like that. There was a lot different. 
Yeah, he had, like, he had a completely different so, game plan for the for the for the actual playoff game. Yeah. So when I was talking about how playoff football and PML is a different beast, this is the game I was talking about where Hype Mike completely turned the tables on Q here. And that's a complete night and day difference from when Hype Mike entered the league last season, entered the playoffs and went against, you know, we had the young Mike versus old Mike matchup in season one where old Mike just, you know, chew clock on him so at 40 minutes of time possession. Now it's Hype Mike who's on the aggressive side as far as, you know, play design and uh, strategy and just everything he did from switching his plays to, you know, not showing stuff on tape the whole season. Like this is this is next level thinking, and this is what this is what gets you far in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Because you're gonna see a lot of stuff that you haven't seen before. Um, it's gonna. So the thing is, you know, at some point, you know, the NFC right now, the favorites, the Eagles and KMF. and the way he watches film, there's, there's honestly, you would have to hide stuff until the actual game. You would have to have a separate playbook. Judge for game and have a, uh, you know, uh, and have com- uh, be comfortable with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he he's gonna know like this game he's gonna use this game he's gonna use the next game that he plays if he doesn't play KMFO next he's gonna use multiple game films to get a gauge on what you want to do. Well, and that's that's what that's what I did whenever I played KMFO in the playoffs was I created different playbooks every week of the playoffs. So, like, each week I had to create a different playbook because I did not want him to be ready. And and that kind of – that can kind of hurt you because it's like, you know, if you, you don't laugh enough, you, you don't, yeah, you don't know your playbook well enough, like, you're kind of screwed. So you kind of have to – you don't want to, like – you don't want to play too much to his game. Well, also, you got to understand that, you know, he's going to know what you're running if you run plays that you've been running in the uh, recent future. Yeah. yeah. He'll, whip out, he'll whip out his well-folded play sheet. Like, yeah, oh, well third, play third and sheet. eight. Yeah, he loves, uh, he loves single-bag trips here or something. It's like, all right. All right, perfect. Um, so, you know, with this game, it was interesting. There was a few points in the game where – uh, the Rams kind of got screwed a little bit. Like, um, they, you know, Baker Mayfield was thrown to coverage, and Ramsey dropped the pick. I think he had a linebacker swat instead of going for a pick. Um, I think he yeah, had they, they both had a couple plays like that. Yeah, there was another situation where he could have got a pick. They both got it. I, I more so saw it, on the, saw it on the Rams' side. I didn't really notice it too much on Lions' side. I know he did get a pick or two on the Lions' side. Yeah, I think it was pretty even across the board. I think they both had some mistakes, you know, from the players, but I don't think it was nothing crazy. What was what was crazy is that two point conversion. I know we talked about it off here, but I wanted to talk about it on here. So he came out in single back ace, correct? That's what you saw on the screen because I didn't see that. All I saw oh, was yeah. after snap, he was in five wide. Oh so yeah, yeah. Some... So the person that... now we were watching on Q's stream, it said. I don't know if a single back ace close or something, but it was something to that manner. And then as soon as he came out, it was five wide. Then it turned into what? Then he came out and it was trips? Or trio or something like that? He came out out and five wide, audible the trips, and then ran the swing. Yeah, it might have been that tray, like that tray offset that has that swing pass in it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But it was so wild how quick that happened. Like, like legit, you didn't see, you did not see single back ace at all, or whatever he came out. Oh, well, you didn't see is, it at all. And, and he called his play so fast. Like as soon as the menu came up, he already picked his play. That's yeah. wild. So he he knew he knew what he was. Obviously, he knew he played ahead for this. Um, but the fact he was able to switch through that so so fast was amazing to me. Yeah, and it was it was so quick that it seemed like he caught Q off guard because he came out in goal line defense. Like I'm sure he didn't mean to do that. It looked like he was just stuck on the play call menu, like not even sure what was going on. Yeah, and that's the next like you you talked about PML playoffs, and that's a next level thinking yeah. that you know it's going to you to compete because there's got there's already a guy that we know is doing that extra work and that extra level of thinking when it comes to his game plan and his opponent. Uh, case in point, Cook, you were a victim of the, the speed playbook. <laughs> so um, that's, a, that's a perfect case in point. Like, he's thinking so outside the box that you kind of got to do that the, the same way. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that again at some point uh, against KMFO. And maybe a fake yeah. screen. So Q said in chat that uh, he he thinks it was like his thing got glitched because he did not pick a goal eye. What might have happened to Q is I think the timer ran out. And the game just picked goal. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, you okay. didn't pick a play. He that's yeah. what I'm saying. He picked his play so fast it looked like an accident. Yeah, and yeah, that's what I was saying though. Like I think Q won to pick that play, but I guess the timer beat him too. And of course, Madden is going to put you in goal line and two point conversion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that he didn't end up getting it, but I thought that play was, uh, like, it was amazing to see that type of adjustment uh, from a coach, you know, that next level type of adjustment. Um, did you notice anything else within the game? He, he was using Trace McSurley and putting him in situations, but it didn't really work out. Um, anything else you noticed within that game that you wanted to point out? Either me or just, like, in general? Oh, just in, general. Hey, in general, if anybody wants to mention something. No, I mean, I think it was a, a good game, but, <clears throat> you know, we, we obviously just saw, you know, Hype Mike's just one of those he, – he, he's a scrappy, like, player. Like, you give him the Lions, like, you know, he's going to lose games, obviously, that maybe he shouldn't. But also at the same time, you know, when, when the lights are on, you know, he, he's a competitor. So it was just it just happened to be one of those nights, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he balled. Um, and that's why you love PML playoffs, right? Because top guys, you know, almost every round. So it was just one of those games, man, where he kind of just reminds you, you know, like, hey, I got the Lions, bro, but I'm nice on the stick. It, 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 it ain't, it ain't sweet over here. <laughs> yeah, I got bro, the Lions, but it ain't sweet. because like I, I know for me, like you know, I always say like, hey, Mike, I, I think I talked about it last year when I played. I'm like, he's the best guy I've played, but then he has the Lions, and then you start kind of forgetting just how good he can be, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. When he's not, I feel like Hype Mike, the issue is he gets in his own way. That makes sense. Like, his own, like, the way, he, the headspace he puts himself in kind of gets him in the way. Like, he's like, oh, I got the line, and, you know, I can't really do nothing. And then he kind of gets that mentality. But when he's locked in and playing the way he did last night, he could be anybody in the league. No, he really has that mentality. He could just be trying to throw people off because, I mean, clearly <laughs> – the man well, is has been well, saving stuff for the entire season. <laughs> well, we, we've seen it consistently in his streams when he, he he does lose a game. You know, it's that uh, you know, I got the Lions. You know, I can't 
can't do much with the Lions when he loses a game. It's usually when it comes out. Yeah, I mean, I, that's something I might admit own, I think, in the chat before. Yeah, like, he has to get better at that. But, um, you know, now that we're talking about the Lions and all this and being the other dog, it kind of gave me flashbacks to where, like, uh, some of the early season playoffs I would have with, like, the Dolphins or the Lions. When you enter those games as the mismatched team, the underdog in that sense, it makes you lock in even more to, like, this is what you got to do, and you have to be on point. Like, you know you can't make mistakes. You know you have to make up that, that deficit that you're facing in, you know, team or whatever. So, um, Mike definitely brought that last night. Yeah, it was a great game. Uh, how does this uh, affect the playoffs? We still got uh, one more game to go. Um, yeah. Who's the, the Seahawks yeah. and the Green Bay Packers? Um, yeah. So, if we assume if Hefe wins, he plays KMFL. If Drama wins, he plays Hype Mike, I believe, right? Yeah, and then if uh, if Hefe wins, Hype Mike plays um, CEO. Okay, and then if uh, Drama wins, my Hype Mike plays CEO plays. Hefe uh, plays uh, yes. KMFO. And KMFO. Hefe, yeah, and then uh, Drama plays um, Mike. Hype Mike. Mike. Sorry. Yep. So, um, you know, either way, I, I mean, if you're a Hype Mike at this point, you don't want to see uh, KMFO yet. But if, uh, based on what you said, so if Drama wins, he plays Hype Mike. And if uh, Hefe wins, he plays KMFO. So he's not going to see him at Maybe. all. Maybe he wants to see him early because Get it out the way. there's less there's less playoff film for him to watch. Yeah, that is very true. But, but he, he he can't he can't. There's no way that Hype Mike no play Right, he's, he's 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 number three. But you know, the sooner the better. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know one thing that works for Hype Mike is that we we believe the two favorites in the NFC are the Packers and the Eagles. If the Packers beat the Seahawks. One of those teams is losing, right? He doesn't have to face one of those teams yeah. on his way. Yeah. Someone is so, doing his dirty work for him. <laughs> do we have uh, – when's that Seahawks and uh, Packers game playing? Friday, oh, right? Sorry, Friday, Friday night. That, yeah, it's, that's why we extended advance, I guess, halfway still out of town. Okay, okay. Uh, can't wait to see that one. Um, you know, it's going to be a great storyline if a drama wins. Not, all, not only in general, uh, the whole league, but you know, drama is going to talk about Q being knocked out the first round, and him, uh, you know, in the NFC West, being able to extend his playoff run to the second round. So and imagine, if, be... imagine if Z gets knocked out in the first round too, and drama oh makes it to round two. Oh my lord! Oh my <laughs> lord! That is going to be that will be great content for the rest of the league. That, that game's also today at six. I believe the uh, the D and uh, Raven, 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 Imagine him losing at six. He doesn't even know about the six rule, bro. You're not supposed to play Z at six, mm-hmm. he, he becomes a different person. At six. Um, so we had a game in the AFC, we had the Bills and the Dolphins. And what a comeback and what a game this was. Um, you know, uh, Cook, you called it, like, did you have a team you were kind of rooting for in that situation? Like, I, I felt like, because I was rooting for the Bills, I put them high on my ranking, and I also am, a, you know, good friends with Bubba. So I was kind of rooting for the Bills, and I actually felt like a fan, like I was watching the Patriots, and I was like, you know, when it came down to that final drive and that final situation, I was like, damn, you know, I, I kind of got nervous for Bubba. 
Um, just go through the emotions of calling that game and, you know, what transpired because it was 34-6 at one point, right? Yeah, bro. I went and uh, it was 34-6. I was like, oh, let me turn back on the red zone now that I'm done eating. And it was 34-30 to and the Dolphins had the ball. And I was just looking like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah, like legit what just happened that was that was a wild wild comeback i know um he I had the, he had the play to win it he had the play he to win to it, it. Yeah. and i told you everybody in their mama I, everybody in their mama saw the team what the guy played i've seen it immediately and like i i was like no way and like i'm back and like cook's still talking and i'm just i'm not even i'm not even paying no attention to cook and i'm looking at this this Damn, this rude. replay all right, and he's breaking up. Oh, there he goes. Oh, yeah, 100%. He had that seam wide open. And which is funny, what's really, really funny about it is in the red zone, that's his read. Like, in most cases, that's his read. I wonder if yeah, Bubba was, usually, was his last read on that play. Yeah, it's which is it's wild. Yeah, that's that's what like when I played him, he likes that seam row in the red zone. So that whole situation of him saying, you know, that was his last read is wild to me. And it, it could have been the game. It could have been the win. Um, how much time was left if he would have scored there? Do you guys remember how much time was left? There was like there was like there was like. It, there was less than that. It, it was like tw- sixteen yeah. or twenty or something like that. So that yeah, was seven and goal. He ended the game with like he ended it with like three seconds left or something like that. So there was like sixteen seconds left, and then he still, you know, he ran like two more plays after. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that was that was the game in hand, and um, you know, uh, good job by Bubba. You know, great defense to hold up, but he kind of got a little. What was that? Great defense in the first half. No, no, like uh, to to make sure great defense to make sure he didn't score on that final attempt. You know uh, what I mean? But yeah. I mean, Fallen had his shot. That was more Fallen. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was more play. He got Russell to escape, even though Bubba tried to keep him inside, and he didn't have. To, even though that slant, you know, was kind of open, but he, you know, the users there, he didn't have to throw that slant. He had other options. He could have kept moving with Russell. As I say, it looked like he he was able to escape that DN. Yeah. Like he he probably could have gone outside if he kept. A, running. a panic throw, As, though. Yeah, panic throw. He just didn't want to throw. He just didn't want to get sacked. Uh, I assume, and he's just like, I gotta throw this now, or it's nothing. Right, but like, but like, if he gets outside, I mean, he's kind of got a a three on two where he's got Russell, two receivers against and, two defenders. Right, yeah. and, and we seen and we saw Russ um break through. Um, yeah, we saw that crazy Russ touchdown earlier. Yeah, yeah, that was wild. He broke like three or four tackles <laughs> on that corner. I I couldn't believe that when when I saw that. Shit, that was that was insane. But uh, oh, this to answer, answer your question Jeff, about how uh, if I'm rooting for someone during the game, the answer is always no. I'm never rooting for anyone. I mean, not, a close game would be nice on these, right? I, so just say, so uh, it's not like a thirty-point game in the fours, but no, nah, I'm not rooting for anyone. You never, you never got caught yourself like rooting for somebody that you might even bet, bet on. You know what I mean? Because we have the the bet in the game of the week, and we also have the the playoff rankum. And Bubba just so happens to be high on my playoff rankum as well. So 
it was multiple reasons why, you know, I was rooting for Bubba as a friend, as, you know, as somebody I, I, I believe in. So I kind of caught myself being a fan at that moment. Yeah, I mean, I am Bubba. I'm playoff ring them too, but I was getting real excited for Fallen to make that comeback. It's like, all right, we got something here now. If anything, I'm more so rooting for Fallen to, like, not get at least uh, it's, blown it's, the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, at least it's not a boring game, I feel like, is, yeah. is the thought. Yeah. So that game, it comes down to the wire. He gets a pick six to win it. Uh, but talk about, like, how we got – he scored 34 points in the first half and then completely stopped scoring points, and then the, the Dolphins came back. Would you say um, – would you put it more on the Dolphins' defense making great adjustments to that Bills' offense? Or would you say it was more so uh, the Bills' offense kind of toning down a bit and not playing the way they did in the first half? Well, here's the thing. Down. I guess you just lie again, but yeah, um, I went through two picks. Like he didn't tone down if anything. He should have toned down. <laughs> he was up thirty-four to six and threw two picks. Well, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Like the picks, that that's that's what Fallen is, though. Like in in the regular season, we would constantly get on Fallen because he he'd get a big lead and then he'd throw himself out of the game and. We compare their, their two styles together, and, you know, that's a case in point when you say these two are alike, is they really like to pass them all, even when it's beneficial to what their team is doing and their situation in the game. So, um, in the end, it almost hurt him. It almost bit him in the ass, but uh, he was lucky enough to pull out this win. He moves on to the next round. We have to wait for the Colts and the uh, Chiefs, were, which are happening today at 11. And then we have the Chargers and the uh, the Chargers and the Ravens at six. So we'll fi- figure out what our AFC playoff picture looks like. But if you're Bubba, you're the number two seed. Um, you have no shot of playing uh, uh, the Broncos. But who is the person you want out of uh, you know those two games? Let's assume that Z wins because uh, he is the favorite, and let's assume that the Chiefs win because they are the favorite. Who do you? Who would you rather have? Come into town uh, with the Chiefs, uh, Z with the Chargers, or um, DK with the Chiefs. He verbally and openly says he wants yeah. Z stuck yeah, because he, he knocked out last year. He eliminated I mean, last year. Yeah, I mean that makes sense, but but also like I wouldn't want to face that Chiefs team right now. Like, like yeah, DK's Mah- been playing Mah- well. Mahomes and he's gonna back. have Mahomes back. Mahomes versus Allen would be ridiculous. Oh, it would be a lot, a lot of fun to watch. I wouldn't want to play Mahomes, especially with DK at the helm. You know, DK for what he is, he's definitely no slouch when it comes to you know passing the ball. He knows what he's doing for sure. Um, And 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 that that deep threat ability is just too much sometimes. Like you know, I'd rather deal with Josh Allen than that. You yeah, mean, at the like 99th Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather deal with Herbert and, you know, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, uh, aside from uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes yeah. and Ty- 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 Tyreek Hill, and then you have Miko Hardman. But at the same time. At the same time. Between those guys, Z, I think, is the best defensive mind between them. So, yeah. you think defense wins championships, and do you want to face the best defensive team, or do you want to face the best offensive team? Try to make a make mistake. So here's the thing: I I don't like the matchup against Z for the Bills 
because of the way he plays the game. Uh, the way they both play, their styles, um, it's heavily favors Z because Z will drop back and give you the flats all day long. He'll never, he'll stay disciplined. He'll never get himself out of position. Z what was that? Z, I just played Z, but um, Z's been switching it up a lot more. Yeah. Yes. The old Z will just drop back, stay in the zone, and you could just take that all day. New Z is going to send some blitzes. He's going to he's going to man the fuck up. It's <laughs> a it's a whole different uh, style of defense, and I think a lot of people will see that in the playoffs. You know, when the spotlight's kind of on. Yeah, I think he still has those principles, but like he's, yeah, he makes the adjustments now. If uh, like if you start going in the uh, underneath all game. Yeah, he has more aggressive mentality at times, which is, yeah. is is refreshing because you know he still can always revert back to okay, let's drop back. So now he kind of switches it up, keeps you on your toes a little bit more. So I don't know, it'll be a good game, you know. Yeah, but the one thing from last year is uh, Diggs was suspended. So this year, not only is Bubba gonna have Diggs, he's gonna have Metcalf and Gabriel Davis superstar as well. So yeah. that's more to worry about for the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, is Tremaine Edmonds? Is he? Oh, he's out for long term. Okay. Yeah. I, think four I saw. Weeks, I right? saw he got injured. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. My man. I mean, he's done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> done, yeah sorry about that. I, I got a call. Um, but you know, you were saying these defense is a little bit different than it than it usually is. That he's yeah. getting a little more aggressive. Yeah. But it, against the Bills, do you think you revert to that bend but don't break? Because I don't think Bubba is a patient guy at all. Uh, I think at time. I mean, yeah, I mean, still in him. Still, I would say the main part of his defense. But I think those small tweaks could throw somebody off. You know what I mean? It only takes one or two plays of switching something up to fool the offense. Yeah, and I think I think he won't know until he gets into the game. Like, yeah. when you're in that type of game, you know, you kind of have to adjust on the fly. Um. But the other thing is, like, watching watching that game last night, like, it seemed like Bubba at times was just like, you know, if you, if you, you know, sit back long enough, he's going to try a deep shot at some point. Because yeah. I think he threw two picks uh, to fall in, in that second half where he was just thrown into double coverage 50 yards down the field. <laughs> and so it's like, it's like if you wait long enough, like, He's he he's gonna make those mistakes. So yeah, it'll, it'll be it'll it'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah, I, that's why I said benefits because he he will like he doesn't have the patience. Um, but you know, uh, it was a good win. Definitely gonna make sure he's given a, a full sixty minute effort or you know staying locked in. Um, you know the passes were unnecessary, and I think you know him personally was probably trying to have some fun with it after getting a big lead kind of lay off the gas, not lay off the gas, but, you know, get a little less locked in because he was still trying to score, but he was trying to do it in chunks instead of, you know, making drives and taking away clock. Um, we look at the Chiefs and the Colts that are coming up next. Uh, definitely a good game to watch. Are we going to have a red zone stream for the Chargers and the Ravens later on tonight, Cook? Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, we're here. Uh, I'm here. I don't know if Cook's here. 
Yeah. Oh, Cook dropped out. Might be drop. Uh, coming back in. Um, you just, know, anything- I, I would assume. Hey, just assume. Yeah, probably more than likely. Um, he's gonna do one for the eleven o'clock game as well. But obviously, I'm working, so I can't do that with him. But um, I I think he's doing both. Uh, one for both games. All right. So perfect. We'll have a red zone for that. Uh, you know. What was the what was the best game last night? Did you did you like the comeback? Uh, did you like the uh, uh, the Bills game was definitely the best one. You think you like the comeback a little more than the uh, back and forth game that we had in LA? Yeah. Well, uh, we we had it in Detroit, not LA. Yeah, uh, personally, for me, it definitely brought more excitement. What was your favorite game from last night, uh, Cook? Uh Probably, I mean, I would say overall the Lions-Rams game because obviously like a well-played game by both sides throughout. Like the, the Dolphins game was fun, but it was like, it was a very uneven game where it was like all Bills one half, all Dolphins the other. But it was still really crazy. I, I All three of those games were fun in their own element to me, right? Like the Falcons game, that, that gave us some good fun in the first half while we waited for Bills-Dolphins at least, you know, like <laughs> he, he put a CEO on the back seat for a minute, but um. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, really quick. I, we were doing a red zone for that game at eleven. I got a full call just now. You, you're gonna have a red zone for the eleven o'clock game, or no? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're gonna have one for that, and uh, yeah. you're gonna have one at six. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. All right, nice. So we. Got I mean, they, don't, they don't have a. I don't think they have an exact time. It just says after six. Yeah, after six. But yeah, I'll, I'll try to be around for that. Oh, so we'll have two red zones. I I thought that eleven o'clock game would get a red zone. Um, you know, we're, we got the, the 11 o'clock game and that game, and then uh, we got to wait for the last one in the NFC. Uh, but so far, based on the kickoff, you know, a great wild card weekend already. Um, you know, definitely looking forward to better matchups. Uh, and I'm pretty much going to ask everybody, like, D-Lay, what was your favorite game to watch uh, out of all, the, all three of those? Well, for me, I'll say the Dolphins and Bills because I missed that whole middle part. So for me, it was the entertaining part. Like I seen the beginning and I seen yeah. the end. <laughs> so I gotta skip past the bad football play. <laughs> How about you, Whitney? Uh, I'm gonna say Detroit and the Rams because you know it was good throughout. It, I, I think it was a it was kind of a chess match between the two. I mean, with the amount that hype Mike was audibling and changing formations, um, I, I definitely think it was. It was interesting to me, but I, I I liked I liked uh the Bills Dolphins was probably a close second for sure. Uh, HD, how do you feel? Well, uh, you said you said the uh, the Dolphins game, right? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So uh, I personally liked the the Rams and the the Lions just because of it being back and forth throughout. Uh, but my the excitement didn't cap. What what I got from that last drive from the Dolphins Bills, uh, that was the most exciting moment. Or the nerves, I guess, for your pick'em. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't for my pick'em. So like, that's, that that's game was just turnt, bro, because it came down to the last drive. The energy, I think I said it in the chat, the energy from Cook and HD, like just calling it too. Like every play was like, oh, like like that type of vibe. Um, and then you know HD going insane. How did you miss that scene? It was wide open. <laughs> and, uh, I thought it was a good game, man. So I enjoyed it. 
Really, really good game. Really fun to watch. Um, I want to get into some draft stuff because it's not always about the winners. We also got to care about the losers as well. We're um, winners, right? bro. We better win us some what, good players in these drafts. What, what, what <laughs> the, what's the draft or Does anybody have the draft order up right now that we could talk? Uh, we could talk about it. Uh, uh, in game or uh, the draft order in the uh, the playoff predictor. It, uh, it won't. Uh, no, the draft order the, the mock draft simulator, bro. That's what I oh, use. Yeah, I don't know how accurate that is to like in game though. Like, I don't know if it has the exact picks pretty, down, like for tiebreakers, yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty accurate, bro. But let's see. I don't know. Um, we have the Panthers one according to this, Raiders two, Jets three, Saints four, Vikings five, Bengals six, Bears seven, Browns eight, Texans nine, Dolphins ten. Yeah, that's Dolphins via the 49ers. So yeah. it, it updates it updates with the uh on you know on, on the updates on the what? I think update he probably has the updating from my Madden is what mm-hmm. I would assume is where that will come from. Um, there we go. I got a I got a phone so, call playoff predictor. Um so so I assume that you know last three spots that everyone's you know curious about kind of is uh Atlanta's at 19, Dolphins at 20, and Rams are at 21. Because of what, how they're, they got eliminated. Um, uh, from the playoffs, yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, I, we also got three more games, so I'm curious. That'll probably change after the other Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't read the playoff uh, stuff yet. Yeah, um, yeah, we could only go to, what, 18? I think that's yeah, the yeah. only thing locked right yeah. now. Yeah. Excuse me. So, taking a look at, uh, you know, the draft, uh, the, the the Panthers have the number one overall pick. And you know JT loves multiple draft picks, not necessarily number one overall that he always wants. He, he wants a multitude of draft picks. Is, uh, his demands for one overall? <laughs> uh, doesn't he want, like, a, a top 10, top 25, I believe. Top, top 25, 40, top 45, and first and round. Future first round pick mm. for, for Bryce he, Young. I he, wants to, he wants to rob people is what he's saying. But Bryce Young, Bryce Young might be worth it. You know, Bryce Young might be yeah, worth you, it. I mean, unless you trade up for, you know, a Boutte or a Will Anderson or a Paris. Uh, what's it? What's his name? Paris something, the lineman. Paris uh, <laughs> Johnson Jr. Paris Johnson, yeah. I, I don't think you trade all that for, you know, one of those guys, but, you know. You How do you feel it. about this? You've got, you got a quarterback needy team. You know, I for me and HD received flat for our draft yesterday. you got a quarterback needy team that has the number one overall pick. And or it's JT. It's going to be different, JT. But he had the best quarterback available at number one overall. And Bryce Young is – Better, it's presumed to be a lot better than Malik Willis was, and he got skipped on. In you, you, know, you guys are gonna get more flack than JT or JT passes up on Bryce Young. That's what you're asking. You're still getting a yeah. lot more. <laughs> what? Why? Why is that? He's, he's in the lose lose. If he drafts the best quarterback, then he tanked to get the best quarterback that he knows is the best. If he didn't, then I mean, no one else yeah. is gonna give him anything for yeah, it, but you will. Problem. He had no problem doing that for Fields last cycle. Yeah, why, he, why he, 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 I, don't, I don't think that. I think JT just likes multiple 
players, and we kind of know he likes multiple pieces. I don't think okay, I don't think he keeps one. His preferences are none of our business. Yeah, I don't think he skips. I don't think he <laughs> skips a quarterback and goes like Bajan Robinson number one. You know what I mean? So I think if he <laughs> yeah. keeps one, it is a quarterback. But I think in his mind, it's like, why not get multiple assets out of this? Because he is probably looking at a, you know, a corner, um, a, a running back or something else like that. So why not pick up two, three more picks? You know what I mean? Because yeah. you already and the know. Demand the top, is high right now. Yeah, the top two picks right now are going to be quarterbacks, right? There's so, a lot I mean, of QB-needy teams. I, I yeah, the, yeah, the like demand is more, high. I feel like the, there's more this season than there was last season. I feel well, like there's a little bit more. Maybe because I'm on out in, but I feel like there's more this season. I, I think the other thing is also, like, once you get past, you know, the like season three, what we're about to go into, like, I feel like the demand for quarterbacks goes way down. So, like, well, it's, too, it's too late to develop them. Yeah, this is kind yeah of exactly. The, That's like, what I'm saying. This is, this so is your, think, yeah, this is your this last is the draft season to, to get your QB to develop. This your, this is your last chance. Ah, I would where, say that. That's your where, last. But where, I think I yeah, 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 I think yeah. Where, to, um, to get your full potential out of him, unless you're not for one of us and get a a lot of content points, you're screwed if you don't get your quarterback this draft. Well, I mean, the way I got ten points is being handed out in the league now. Well, inflation's high. So on the, whole side you said, HD, on the flip side of what you just said, it still opens up teams to be QB needy going into next season because you could draft the quarterback. Let's use um, let's use Sam Howell as an example. Uh, Cook does contact, so he'll be able to fix him, but he's been as normal. He, and with the way XP is, normal's not going to get you much. So there's still going to be teams like, hey, we still need a quarterback. We still need a quarterback because my content is not going to be able to make him a a star player, a superstar player, which I like. The 85 caps along with the lower XP, it all adds up to make sure that, you know, you can't take this guy and just because uh, he ends up on normal, he's a 65 overall normal, I'm going to be able to make the superstar. You can't do that anymore. I think that is the reason why the quarterbacks will, are always going to be in play. Because, like, I put – I filled all 20 content points out for Jaden Daniels. Sent him to training camp and everything, right? But just like you and said, he's, okay. like, he's he's normal. And I pretty much maxed out all of his 85s on all the accuracies, right? So, he's at a 76 overall. That's about it. Like, he's not getting in-game devs that frequently because he is normal, right? So, like, the fastest way and the best way for you to – try to get a dev obviously nobody's guaranteed but to try to get a superstar or a star or an x factor is to draft a quarterback because that's kind of the quickest way to move even if you have to get a quarterback that's slightly worse than you know what i mean like getting that ability is huge and and what i love about that too is then you get put in a situation where okay look at my team you know there's been plenty of teams in football that won with a subpar quarterback so you don't need quarterback. Of course, you could try to go get that quarterback and have a really good quarterback. You know, you got the quarterback position all set, uh, but you have holes in other areas. With XP being so low and with the caps to the to the uh, the attribute request, you're gonna have holes. And now yeah, it's a now it's a decision. Like I'm okay with uh, uh, JT Daniels. I know maybe his 
his uh you know his his ceiling is a low 80s makes the throws i need to but won't ever be that superstar maybe that's his ceiling but you got to be okay with that or you could try to sell the farm to get a quarterback but then you sold all kinds of pieces and you got holes there now and it creates that in-game experience with being a gm yeah it, it's that it's that balance but at the same time you know it's what you think that quarterback brings to the table if you think it takes you to that next step right like not yeah, that trade exactly. for the number not that trade for the number one pick is the same, but like you think about um these past two Super Bowl winners in real life. The Rams, they got Stafford, they won the chip. The Bucks, they got Brady, they won the chip. Decent teams, quarterback took them to that top level. So, you know, not exactly Bryce Young, but let's say you want to trade up for CJ Stroud. You think CJ Stroud's gonna really help you out, then you know, it's worth being aggressive in those situations too. I mean DJ is bringing us back to the promised land, so yeah, I would say DJ, but like, I don't know, man. Those, those Raiders seem like they're sitting pretty on pick two. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That pick's not moving, bro. And so, um, you know, a little less about the, the Panthers specifically. Um, Bryce Young goes first overall. No ands, ifs, or buts about it. Is that correct? I don't he know. Won a national, he won a national championship. I, I don't know. It should be that way, but we have seen crazy in PML. I personally am hoping hey, it's not that way. Because if he falls, then you know, hey, I love you, DJ, but of course I'm making I'm making the move. But um, you, we've seen crazier stuff happen, bro. So you yeah, look, know. look, we had this same thing pop up season two, right? JT had the worst record, got the number one pick. Everyone thought Trevor Lawrence was the number one pick. He picked Justin Fields. So who's to say history doesn't repeat itself? And he liked. <laughs> But you know, people, bro, like it depends on who gets that number one pick. Because, uh, was it Kayshawn Butte or however you say it? LSU receiver. I, yeah. I was about to say that. Like, I feel like a lot of people want him. Like, there's a there's a real want. Like, I could get yeah. that vibe around the league. It's like, a one lot of, of those, like, quarterbacks is a position. It's like glamour thing, right? People are going to look at a quarterback. People are going to look at a receiver. People are going to look at a DB. You know what I mean? And then you may get a few people that, you know, want a defensive end. I think that was just a typical thing. But what do you mean? That, nobody, you know, nobody's sitting back saying, I really want to trade the one to get this offensive tackle? Nobody's saying that? Uh, not really, bro. Like, yeah. even though, like, we know he's good, and we know he'll be a top 10 pick or whatever, but no, I just don't think <laughs> that's the thought process, bro. People will like the glamour position. Yeah, that, but that does, you know, create potential demand at the Jets pick at three they or the Saints pick at four. Bryce Young is going one if he has that pick. Hmm. So I, I got a question. Uh, is Bryce Young the best offensive player in this draft? Or do, is, is Boutte or whatever you want it? Boutte might be the best offensive player. Bryce Young mm-hmm. is the quarterback. The best so quarterback. You, you literally get the boost for that quarterback. And, I mean, mm-hmm. the dude, like he just posted, like, he's a national champion. Like, he's a top, highly rated recruit. He could have been – Maybe JC could let me know the top quarterback coming out of high school. He was very up there. So oh, yeah. all yeah. of this, like obviously, it's still a crapshoot. And after the whole DJ incident last year, and I was like, "There's no way he's not a student." <laughs> like I don't want to guarantee nothing, but boy, does he yeah, have bro. a lot of chances. He yeah, has been watching a lot of videos. <laughs> he'll have a lot of points, bro. I'll put it that way. He'll have a lot of points and opportunities to be a higher dev, bro. So. I think he has to be the top guy. Okay, but, so he, he's not the best offensive guy, you would say. 
Um, you know, uh, offensive line doesn't get no love. But the you would say two overall player in the country, bro. Like that is like I don't know how many points he gonna have, but he about to have a lot. And play with Bama. You talking about the wide receiver? Yeah. Or are you talking no, about, I'm talking about Young. Bryce Young? Bryce Young. If he's the number get... one uh, uh, player in the country that year, uh, what class was that? Nineteen or uh, twenty? Was it twenty? Twenty? DJ, DJ, <laughs> DJ was a number one hey. player in the country, and he still didn't get. Any that yeah. is wild. So you know, hopefully that changes, bro. Madden can't screw him over twice, right? Yeah, no way, no way. He has to get so, something this time. You mean the star uh, DJ, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, he Madden, has to. There's no way. No way that happens, right, D-Wood? Yeah, no way, bro. But you, but it's it's crazy because like that stuff will just change. It will literally change a whole thing, bro. Like last cycle when I got um, I can't think of the quarterback name, bro. But when I got um Sam Howell and he came in as superstar, like that literally changes an entire cycle. It really does. And you got Sam Howell what mid first round was it? Yeah, like the fifteen pick or something. Yeah. Yeah, you don't even have to go up to get him. And that, you know, that could change your cycle because do, do you that's, a the, cheap, that's a cheap superstar, superstar X Factor right there. The top high school recruits that class, they're all that's in this draft yeah. class, bro. They are literally all in this draft class. So, Brian Breeze. And Brian Breeze was a X Factor last year, right? Or at least a superstar. I think he could have been something like that. I think uh, I think Matt had drafted Miles Murphy. Yeah, uh, Miles Murphy. Yeah, man. Some solid, solid guys there. Um, yeah, then Ohio State has two top guys. Actually, three top guys in this draft. Ohio State has the tackle. They have Stroud, and they have uh, who else? Oh, uh, and Jigba. Receiver. I got a question. Um, when it comes to the defensive side, who is we see Brian Breeze there? Oh yeah, Jackson uh, uh, Smith Nigba. Yeah. Who's who is the who's the number one defensive player? We say uh, you know, Butte is probably the number one uh, offensive player. Just, you think you think he's the number one? Yeah, unless yeah. uh Will Anderson out of Alabama or uh, I think it's cornerback. I think it's Will Anderson. I think it's Will Anderson. Yeah. I mean, it's more, it's more of a debate on that side. Do you think taking Boot, you know, and somebody would trade to one just to take Boutte over, doesn't need a quarterback, but needs, wants that dynamic yeah. wide receiver that everybody yeah, someone else. that he's going to yeah. be? Yeah, there's going to be people hitting up like the Jets at pick three, see what they're doing. Do you think they would have to trade up to one? No. No. No, they they yeah. I mean, if you don't have to trade up for one, you hit the Jets up or you get him at three, and he's supposed to be dynamic. Um, you know, going through the draft, I think the Jets are a wild card, bro. I don't know who they will get at at three. I mean, when you have that many defense, like I think that's kind of where the draft starts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then you got uh, the Vikings are at four there, and you got to think they're the favorites to get strapped. Quarterback. Actually, no, the Vikings are at five. The Saints are at five. Have you guys done now a lot recording. of scouting? Yeah, I have. Yeah, what, do you, what, what I do? Would you say, what would you say is the strength <laughs> of, of this draft class? What are some of the positions that people should keep an eye out for? 
as a whole group? Yeah, as a whole group of strength, as a whole group, like, uh, you know, pretty deep. And, you know, it's probably the best of the draft class when you look at all the pieces involved. Yeah, Jay-Z said cornerback. I mean, cornerback, you have Ringo, you have um, Rick. uh, Rick's, Rick's top 10. Um, uh, Branch. Guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, defensive line, though. You have Brees, like we said, Miles Murphy. Those should be top 10 picks. And, I mean, looking at it, I didn't know Murphy was number four in the And country. Will Anderson's a 3-4 linebacker and edge rusher type, so he's He's, he's a pass rusher. Yeah, yeah. Depending on what, yeah, depending on your scheme, he's you know pass rusher or defensive end. Yeah. Um, There's four defensive tackles projected to go in the first round, and then you got Tim Smith out of Alabama projected to go 36. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think, mean, uh, I think everything else like quarterbacks. I think it's top heavy. I think it's you know you really want really those top three, three maybe yeah. um with a Max Johnson maybe. As LSU guy, maybe LSU court um, do, but I think that those are the main guys you want there. Um, if, you're, then, if, if you're the Jets, I wanted to ask you this real quick. If you're the Jets, you know he, he's an enigma when it comes to this draft. Do you think you trade number three just to get a uh, you know a sure thing like a veteran uh, because he has a young team and he has some young pieces to already build around. I think he likes uh, it. Right trade, there, so I don't think he. I think trade trade it for trade it for a superstar, in my opinion. Get some stars on the field. Yeah, instead of taking the risk, you know, you get you get it for sure thing. Like trade number number three for um, Mike Evans. You know, you you uh-huh. get somebody somebody that's ready to play instead but of you developing get, you all assume, these guys. You got to assume the value there, right? So like, yeah. would you trade Mike Evans? Because you would assume if somebody's going to do something like that, who are you going with that three? Probably Butte or whatever, right? So, and would you, you take Butte? Would you basically trade Evans for Butte? Basically, you know what I mean? So, interesting. It's interesting. Well, um, you know, I think, I I think running like back, I think running back is also uh, something to kind of. Yeah, a little sneakily look at, you know what I mean? Um, obviously, Bajan is is that guy. Um, he'll he's plug and play. One overall. Yeah, I mean, he's number one running back, and I mean, anytime you see a running back in the top oh, half, of the number draft, one overall. Alone, oh no, no. I, I, if JT keeps that pick, it'll be for a quarterback. I could see him drafting Bajan, but that means he gets basically what he's looking for—that top ten pick, that top twenty-five. Top whatever you know what I mean. So, but I think Bajan's there. And I, I like Tank. I think those are good guys. Um, tight ends. You have uh, Darnell Washington and the legend, the goat himself, Grant Calcaterra. You know what I mean. So you have some guys there. And uh, what's the what's the one that um, Mayor? I think that's one of the yeah, tight ends. Yeah, oh, yeah, Michael yeah, Mayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Mayer. He's error, bro. Yo, don't. Why are you saying that? You want Calcaterra in the like third round? Why you? Oh no, no, he's my second first round pick. Nobody's getting him that high. Nobody's getting that high. All right, I'm 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 taking him at eight. I'm gonna trade up just to take him now. (laughs) Okay, just to take him. I need a tight end. Perfect. Oh, some assholes, bro. (laughs) That's that's you you cooking with me. Starting our own our own show. Own podcast. Hey, hey, to be fair, though, D-Lord, you're probably going to have to carry that podcast because I don't know anything about the draft <laughs> class. I'm about to, I'm about to, have you, to pull out my uh, inner neff. I'm going to have to start making spreadsheets. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, got all, question, uh, all I got another question, um, D-Lord. 
How do you feel about the wide receiver class as a whole? After after Butte, he's obviously, uh, you uh, know. Jackson, uh, was Jackson, Smith, and Jigba, whatever the whole <laughs> name is, bro. Uh, <laughs> it's another like, I feel like it's a, a good wide receiver class is what I'm, I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah, solid guys out there. Definitely. I think I think that class has more of your sleepers. Like there's guys like a Marvin Mims who I like kind of middle of the draft. Um that you could go get uh what what is for Ant, bro? What's our guy Slade, bro? You go get Slade. Go get Slade middle of the draft. You know, that that one you as a receiver, bro, mm-hmm. for for Bama. That's why every time he makes a catch you could just scream Slade. Everybody wants to do that. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> oh, Slade Bolden here. Does that? Happen? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I think I think it's deep. It's a deep class, man, for receivers. I, I like this draft class a little more than last year's draft class. Even though I had the picks involved, like I, I don't know, maybe it's because I don't have the picks, but I feel like this draft class is really deep for some reason. You, you get those, man. You get those draft class where everything just kind of matches up. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, like, if you're looking for, uh, you know, maybe offensive line, offensive line, this draft class might not be for you. If you're thinking if you need a safety, this might not be a draft class for you or linebackers. So, you know, at the same time, different draft classes bring different uh, strengths and weaknesses. I, I Yeah, I feel like after Noah uh, Sewell, I think that's, that's the number one true linebacker, you know, a 4-3 linebacker. Um, you know, that's the one linebacker involved. Other than that, I don't know. Uh, who else is really that good? So he seems like he's going to be a uh, a really good piece. Um, other than that, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we head it out? Uh, no. Mm, no, I'm, I'm good. All right, everybody. Yeah, just, uh, uh, right down, 11 o'clock approximately for Chiefs uh, Colts. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, you going to have Thank everybody on that? Thank I'm about to meeting. Gonna... I'm going to try to recruit people for that, actually. Yeah, go, go recruit. Uh, but that's pretty much going to do it for us today. Everybody in PMO, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.